G.K. <laughs> Nerdcore, no geeks or rapper, whatever rap that, back that 90s is on, my brain snap back And I'm a product of the 90s, yeah, Toys R Us, that place where you can find me The Yo Megas, the rollerblades, the mountain bikes Shine bright, rocking them Nikes, they got them flashing lights Make them weak, playing pogs with keys, see your tears for weeks Cause I'm on my winning streak Big wheels, hot wheels, you know they boring us Happy meals, biggie size, that's notorious The high top thing just made a comeback About the same time I wish that my hair would come back Old times love to have it so nostalgic with the I do like Batman I Returns that better than this one Really? Fuck that I, I like that one man. better Yeah, I was wrong Oh, welcome, folks, to another episode of the Death Cakes Podcast. <laughs> we are, you... yeah, man. Uh, oh, <laughs> where we left off last time? Yeah, you know what? Like I said, I don't, I, I don't know what you were thinking. Saying this movie was better than the first one because it is not. <laughs> yeah, not even close. <coughs> See, I think I was coming from the space of not seeing this movie in a while. <laughs> and so I thought it was better. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we uh, we are back with another BM. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the second part of our shitty sequel. Uh, well, I guess the final part of our shitty sequel series here. Yeah, you know, because we don't do long blocks anymore, because uh, if you've been with us for a long time, you know how we always get derailed trying to do long yeah. blocks anymore. So we just kind of keep under these uh, these double headers, these one-two punches. Yeah. And uh, we are back again. Um, you can probably tell by the header what we're talking about. We might as well jump into it, man. We are talking... Uh, Batman Returns from 1992. Yes, we are back in the uh, era before Schumacher. And Jay, you and I, we saw this in the theaters. We saw this together. Yes, we did. And back then, I thought it was really good, too. But you know what? I was also nine. So um, you can, you know, nothing's bad when you were a kid. Uh, I don't, I know I've seen it a few more times since then. Uh, but I want to say somewhere in the early 2000s like maybe 2005 or 6 I saw this it was on uh, at the gym like on the TV mm-hmm. so I plugged the headphones in listening to it and I'm watching it and I'm like this this is complete garbage so yeah, I mean as I'll... bad as the Schumacher ones were I mean Tim Burton really got the ball rolling with this one though yeah, but I don't know what the hell he was thinking. I mean, they made money. They made stacks. They made a stacks killing. And stacks on Batman 89. Batman Returns. I mean, it seemed like the quality was down. Not just... I don't know if they blew their fucking budget on... on penguin puppets or what but you know in 89 this movie the uh, that movie 
Yeah, they had sets that uh, they built and filmed in, but they also filmed on the street of whatever, you know, Vancouver or wherever they filmed that movie. There were a lot of shots in streets, you know, in probably actual warehouses and stuff like that. This movie, it seems to take place all in sets that are built with like a green screen city back behind them. Yeah, it's like it's like Dick Tracy damn near. Yeah, click up from Dick but Tracy. It's all, I, I think there's only probably five locations in this whole movie. There's that main uh, city square. There's a couple of generic rooftops. There's uh, uh, what little we see of the Batcave and and uh, Wayne Manor. There's the Shrek building. Mostly Shrek's office and then a little bit of the department store on the first floor. Right, you get the establishing shot there and that's really it. Yeah, and then the biggest... I would say the most money was, or the most time and design was spent on the, uh, almost said the Joker, the penguins layer underneath the that zoo. That's it. So where did the money go? Because it certainly wasn't to the to music, because uh, there was no soundtrack to speak of that I know of. Like the first one, obviously had Prince on it, and you know they had to pay. Well, technically was Warner, so I don't know what they had to come off to get Prince to do it. Uh because he was signed to Warner, but I know Batman Forever had that Seal song and that U two song. Um, yeah, Batman and Robin Batman had that movie. Bone Thugs song. I can't think of anything from this one though. I'm looking. Yeah, because every Batman movie had its like big song. You know, you had well, the first '89 had. Uh, Bat Dance. Had a bunch of songs. Had, had Bat Dance ahead. <laughs> which, there are some scenes. There, are, There's a few scenes in here that I wish I wish to God Prince was on here so we could so, so we could drop the sounder, but he's not here so we're not going to do it. Yeah. I'm here. Um, yeah, the only soundtrack that was put out was the score by Danny Elfman. There was no, like, a uh, like artist singing a yeah song. well that sucks too because no other than the main theme Danny Elfman really like Looney Tunes up the music on this one I guess a lot of piano yeah, sprinkles yeah. and xylophone yeah I mean it just wasn't it just wasn't no I take that back the only song that I had was super freaky at one point that was it yeah well we'll get to that <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll get to we'll, <laughs> we'll get to that rendition of Super Freak <laughs> but I mean everything I don't know where the money went for this movie um again this movie came out in 1992 so we're what two three Wait, years out 92. from the original so yeah oh okay so I was 10 then it was no way no yeah, ninety two. Okay, yeah, I was that was this summer, so yeah, I was uh I, I wasn't eleven yet, I was ten. Okay. Okay. Still young enough to not yeah, think it was bad. Th- and th- th- this isn't like uh like uh uh Ninja Turtles two where where they rushed it and it, it was out the year almost less than a year from the first one. 
he had a good, you know, three yeah. years to put this thing together. I think most of the money went to like the big elaborate Tim Burton esque sets because you got to admit these these sets were more Tim Burton than the first one. Yeah, which is yeah. Like, I think they gave Tim a little bit more creative freedom, which is why some of the shit looks the way it does. Which sucks because, I mean, again, the first one did it so well. I mean, just that gothic, just dark, brooding Gotham that they had on there. It was so, why did you, why would you go away from that? I just don't, I don't get it. It worked so well in the first one. Yeah. Yeah, because all over Gotham City, apparently there are half-finished statues because there are just like like uh, stone heads <laughs> everywhere. There's stone heads built into every every uh, building, you know, on the roof. There was a stone head in a sewer, just uh, just like a gladi a giant gladiator head, just in a wall in the yeah. sewer at one point in this movie. <laughs> you know, but um, I I don't know what happened in this movie but let's uh let's yeah, just get it go ahead it, and run it down man this so uh this movie starts uh it's christmas time. now now let's stop right and there i i'm sorry i'm sorry i gotta jump in right here because okay and granted they want these things to be summer blockbusters so that's why but I just feel like I don't understand why, other than that, why they wouldn't have released this, you know, at Christmas. Because mm-hmm. that, you know, releasing Christmas movies off season like that is always jarring. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And, uh, you know, and then it opens up that whole, you know, Die Hard argument. Is Die Hard movie a, a Christmas movie, even though it came out in summer? You know, uh, is Gremlins a Christmas movie, even though it came out? In the summer. Yeah, see, we have the same. Uh, I thought we said that it did. Yeah. And so here's Batman Returns. Takes place during Christmas, but it came out in the summer. But um, anyway, it it starts, and you hear this woman screaming, giving birth. And we get a uh, Tim Burton flashback cameo. Uh, None other than Paul Rubens playing. the penguin's dad which I didn't get I I didn't recognize that it was it was peewee until I don't know I was probably you know like teenage like 18 19 and, and I watched it again I'm like oh shit that's peewee Herman you know uh I just watched this recently and I that went over my that, that's still that's still that still missed me I didn't catch it yeah yeah, but that's uh, Paul Rubens playing uh, playing uh, Penguin's dad, and and we see him come out. You know, he he's drinking a martini while his wife's giving birth, and then she screams, and he goes running in there. And then they don't show anything. Shows like the next year, uh, him and his wife are drinking martinis, and they've got this kid in a box. A box, y'all. <laughs> They've got this. Sorry, I had Victor. They've got this kid in a box, and they don't say. Other than screaming, when they when when the baby's born, they don't say a damn word. Pee Wee has no lines in this movie at all. But they 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 look at the, this cage that they've got this kid in, 
and there's a pet cat that's walking around. You see this pet cat, a, a real cat, turn into a stuffed cat and get, get yanked through these bars. Now, were did the hand of Lance Reddick and PETA, or were they were they or were they just too busy uh, following around the uh, the makers of Beastmaster to make sure they didn't do another one to uh to to miss all the animal abuse in this movie because <laughs> it's not the only time <laughs> there's some more shit that comes along. Yeah, I know. Uh, the The end of this movie, especially, I'm sure Peter was like, "God damn, we just got back from the desert and that fucking Beastmaster." <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> but uh, anyway, after after the baby kills this cat, um, the parents take this kid out to Gotham Park and just shove the fucking stroller in the river, yeah, or in the creek or whatever. Oh my and god! Goes down the sewer. And by the way, and so nothing. I don't. I mean, we don't get the rest of what happened. But I mean, I want. To, I just kind of wonder if the investigation into. What happened to that child? I mean, his birth is on record. Yeah. You know, and they yeah. seem to be rich people. I mean, they got a whole manor to themselves with their name on the front, Cobblepot. It's like, hey, didn't you have a son? Nope. But we seem to remember, nope. <laughs> uh, all right. Then. <laughs> yeah, nope, didn't happen. And then, uh, yeah, so you said the thing knowledge. goes down the sewer. Uh, and then, so one thing this movie does do is it finally does answer the question of where Gotham City is. It's in Antarctica. See, we got just wild penguins roaming the sewers and shit. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> what? I, what was, t- I mean, Tim Burton, we know him to not be <laughs> completely sane, given some of the output of, like, you know, look at look at his body of work. But mm-hmm. what, 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 was, what, what, what was that about? I don't know. I really don't. And by the way, that's not Penguin's origin story either. He was not a mutant. No, and that's the other thing that that is kind of fucked up. Um, Bob Kane, the creator of, or one of the co-creators oh, of Batman, oh, created. Yeah, yeah. Keep talking. I gotta add something to that. By the way, but go ahead. Uh, he he created Penguin. He based it off of uh, back in the twenties or thirties or something. That there was a cigarette brand that had a penguin. That smoked one of those uh, those cigarette holders with the cigarette on the end, sure. and had a top hat. So he created a gangster named Penguin off of that. And you know, you watch the old Batman '66, and you know Burgess Meredith played the the Penguin same way. He was just a guy. He had had a a, a big nose, just kind of a long kind of Pinocchio nose, right? And then smoked. But he was just a gangster that dressed up nice. Um, you know, in Batman the Animated Series, he was a gangster that, you know, just dressed up nice. Though Batman 86 kind of merged Batman 66 with uh, with uh, this version of Bat- Batman. He was, he was, he was dapper, but he had that longer, greasy ha- hair like Batman Returns Penguin. Right. But he was still, you know, he, he was a refined, cultured, you know, kind of guy. Yeah, he didn't have but, fucking flippers for hands and eat raw fish, which yeah, we'll get to later. No, but. no he <laughs> does none of that. I don't, I don't, um, I don't know where this came from. Other than, than Tim Burton's 
mind. And I even looked, um, because I don't think that Penguin even had a real name until this movie. I tried to find where the first mention of Oswald Cobblepot came from, and I don't think it it was a thing until this movie. It might not have been. I mean, kind of like the Joker. You know, the Joker didn't really have a real name. He was just the Joker. Right. You know, and then I guess the killing joke came out and they, they gave him, well, Batman 89 gave him the name Jack Napier. One of the names. I mean, I, I don't think they've ever finally given any kind of definitive name to the guy. Right. But regardless, I mean, all, all these movies do kind of take liberties with that. But this, this was this is just egregious. Yeah, yeah. So they turn him into a monster. But I, again, I, it's Tim Burton's thing, you know, to make monsters like Beetlejuice and Edward Scissorhands and all that. Hell, I'm surprised there wasn't a Johnny Depp or Winona Ryder or uh, Helena Bonham Carter cameo See, in here. Well, <laughs> he wasn't that Tim Burton yet. Yeah, that's true. Well, he had he had Edward Scissorhands by now, so he would have had Winona or Johnny Yeah, but Depp, Johnny maybe. Depp wasn't Johnny Depp yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He was yeah. still on his way up. It wasn't until, you know, now he just, you know, Johnny Depp is his crutch. He, he wasn't that yet. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but anyway, cut to uh, 33 years later. Oh, we, we my bad. Before you get there, you were talking about Bob Kane being one of the creators. And of course, we all know that uh, Bill Finger is actually the creator and passing the ideas. Mm-hmm. And uh, have you seen that, that documentary, that Batman and Bill? No, I haven't. It's, on it's awesome. It's, to see. It should still be on Hulu. That, I saw it a couple of years ago. And actually, I remember Kevin Smith because I listened to, uh, you know, some of his podcast shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do not listen to Fat Man on Batman, but I'm sure we talked about it on there the most. But on um, one of the Jay and Silent Bob ones, he was talking about how uh, it was back when they were actually shooting it, mm-hmm. the documentary, because he has a whole lot of he has a whole lot of dialogue in that. Um, and they were talking about that, and I just wasn't even familiar with that at all. And when I finally watched it, I'm like, wow, that was a. I mean, they fought for years to get that, and unfortunately, I mean, so now, I mean, he, Bill Finger does get credited in the movies. Unfortunately, he has the dubious honor though of being credited on BBS, his first credit ever. Yeah. Which sucks. But and Justice League as well. But, you know, now it's just Bob Kane and Bill Finger. This one, see now that we know that, now when the credits came on it said characters by Bob Kane, it's like, ugh. Yeah. That was dirty. Yeah. It's fucked up. But uh anyway, um, 33 years later we are now in current uh, time which do they say how much time has passed between the first movie and this one they don't but I imagine it can't be too much time because um, well again reading ahead here when he's asked about his girlfriend and he says he had one it didn't work out I can't I, I can't imagine Bruce Wayne goes too long you know that kind of time between girlfriends and then he makes mention of her a little bit later as well like it just happened yesterday so I would say I would say it's probably within one to two years yeah that's where I put it 
Yeah, I guess so. But uh, anyway, uh, cuts to the city streets of Gotham, and you hear, which again, don't know when this movie takes place. Man, we'll like, never even know. The police ca- I mean, we we went into this on our Batman episode, but even the police cars have, you know, it's that old '60s uh, light bar on top where it's just one red light dome that's on top of the car when it's driving around. You know the uniforms are are very sort of very fifties. You know, like that. Yeah, yeah and everybody's walking around in you know with with, with formal hats and jackets and yeah, things like that. They got probably like folk suits and you know all this stuff. If you watch any like those really little black and white uh, sitcoms where you see them like fully dressed in suits before they sit down and sit down to breakfast, like <laughs> shit like that. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think it's just white people's obsession with the 1950s, you know. Just I guess I don't know. Like, yeah, well, it's the last decade where we could just have everything to ourselves and we can mistreat niggers with impunity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, that's the point. I don't. I don't. I, I counted one. Yeah, I think one of the clowns was one. That was about it. Okay, kind of two uh, then. I saw one one in the crowd. But then, uh, you know, they're, they're having the, I guess, the annual Christmas tree lighting of, you know, in, in this town square that I mentioned, where it's it's got four statues. Two statues that look like men pulling giant bars, which I would... You know, associate with a town that had big industry or big like steel or something, because that's what a town looks like. Yeah, and it's like and, if it was like a, if it was like what the hell's it called, Dark Knight Returns, where it was actually filmed in Pittsburgh, that would actually make some sense. But yeah, since we're in this like backlot box town, it doesn't really convey that. Yeah, and it's got two other smaller statues that look kind of like it. Is it like a combination of? of the Oscar statue and that Rocky statue in Philly because it's just this bald the silver bald guy with his arms up his fists up in, in the air like he just won a fight so it's those four statues and then the Christmas tree is in, in the middle and you have the Miss Gotham there uh, to light the tree see again this 1950s shit this is like some old school like pinup type shit you know yeah and then you see Alfred walking along and, and the the newspaper boy, which again, that, that's like a 50s, 60s kind of thing. Um, is trying to sell papers about the uh, the Penguin Man sighted again and blah blah blah, you know. I don't like this, by the way. You know. The, I mean, I guess, I guess he does kind of have to here above so he knows what's going on and that's how he knows how to well you know we'll, we'll get to the the uh the plan that he tries to hatch with uh with, with, with shrek or whatever but um yeah i don't know i just don't dig the whole urban legend penguin site penguin man is he really not like he's bigfoot or something you know yeah yeah i don't get it either but then uh then it cuts to uh, the Shrek building, which is this weird ass 
building that's right off of that that street corner because we're not going to pay for new sets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, because it's, we don't know where the money went, but <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> we're not going to pay for sets. Shrek is is played by Christopher Walken, but he's kind of a he's kind of a Trump meets clamp from Gremlins 2. <laughs> kind of. He, he's an industrialist and a real estate developer. But he's crazy and he's evil. Well, I, I guess not really clamp because clamp was a good guy. He just was naive and, you know. Right. From affluenza. Where <laughs> clamp is just straight up nefarious and evil and very Trump-like. You know, and by the way, and it is Christopher Walken, and it's like, like fifty-something-year-old Christopher Walken. Mm-hmm. He he is very hard to look at. He is a very strange-looking man. He looks like a living doll, and he freaks me out. Yeah, especially in this movie because he's still rel- he's pretty young compared to now, so his he doesn't have the wrinkles. Right. See, now and that he's old, that he looks like hair. yeah, and with that fake hair that he has on this fake white lion's mane he has on <laughs> just very very awkward it's, yeah. it's, it's unsettling and in fact look at a scene right now where Penguin shows up with Shrek and is like I don't know which one is harder to look at Yeah, but let's continue yeah but Shrek is trying to convince the mayor to invest in his new power plant and the mayor's like, we don't need a power plant. We've got a power surplus. You know, there's plenty of power. We don't need it. And Shrek's like, oh, no, I, you're, you're going to need it in the future. And, um, you know, the mayor's like, no, I, I disagree. Don't need it. And he starts to walk away. Come enter um, uh, the new his, his Shrek's new secretary. Uh, Selena Kyle, who is this frumpy, um, what's her name? Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. We've got her all, they, they're doing the, the classic 80s, let's take a, a beautiful woman, <laughs> put, put, her her in frumpy, glasses. put a big pair of glasses on her. <laughs> put her hair up, and all of a sudden she's, oh god, she's so yeah. Oh, she's ugly. It's not really working, <laughs> but, 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 I mean, you know, again, this is uh this is an old trope. Yeah. And so this they they're having this meeting while the the tree is being lit. But the tree is already lit and then Shrek's son comes in who I don't, I don't know who this actor is, but uh he's like he's <laughs> Shrek's son Trump Jr. <laughs> he he's doing this weird thing where he's got kind of that that uh that that eighties yuppie kind of voice talking through your teeth. You you know the at yuppie voice, but then at the same time he's trying to sound like Christopher Walken at the same time. <laughs> and so it just makes his voice it it he just sounds weird. Yeah. He just sounds mush mouth. And and so you know, he says it's time to go outside. 
So the the tree is already lit, and everyone's just standing around, basically waiting for the mayor and Shrek to come outside. So he comes outside and says, uh, uh, you know, the the mayor says some stuff, and then Shrek says, you know, here's some trinkets, and, um, oh, I forgot my speech. And then come to find out Michelle Pfeiffer forgot to give him his speech. And, uh, you know, he just starts going off the, the cuff talking about uh, how he's here for Gotham's future and he's going to help turn the city around and all this other stuff. And then you see, well, you, you hear the penguin say it's almost time and you see this flipper look at a watch. And then down this stupid one street set, this giant, like, gift wrap present comes rolling down the street and all of a sudden all these clowns and shit come bursting out of it and they're jumping in the tree and there's dudes on motorcycles and everything they're running around they're just trashing the the you know what and this is one of the hang-ups i had about this movie because that worked in the first one because it was joker and he dresses Mm -hmm. you know clown makeup and so of course his thugs would be clowns and things like that this is Mm -hmm. just random why I don't know because it's not the the well they they established later on that that uh, the penguin was found and then raised in a circus. What was one of the uh, freaks in the circus, and so he, uh, I guess he he created this gang from the circus. Okay, but really that doesn't fit the whole penguin motif doesn't but at least okay if they tried to explain it somehow then okay yeah they kind of tried to but um you know everyone's freaking out because these guys are trashing this one little square of gotham and (laughs) and you see commissioner gordon roll up and he's all flushed and he's like what are you doing turn on the light (laughs) what (laughs) so they turn on the light the, the bat signal goes up and and Bruce Wayne has this like fucked up mirror system so <laughs> it shows Bruce Wayne sitting in his uh, study just staring at the at his fireplace and when the bat signal goes up all of these mirrors that, that are on his house they automatically like adjust and shift so then the bat signal light goes through this one circle window that's in his study and it shines in the whole thing. Now, the whole what room. happens if Bruce Wayne was, you know, off on the commode taking a shit? Does he just miss the signal or does it somehow like he's like a like a circular window into the from the study into the bathroom? Or something? I mean, I don't know how to. I never understood the bat signal. Bat signal works in comics. It just it doesn't make sense on on screen. Yeah, I I don't know. But then you know he sees it, and then all of a sudden you see the Batmobile driving down this one little street. And again, since since it takes place in this one little narrow set, you really don't see. In in, in the first movie, you saw the Batmobile driving down roads and you know chasing guys. This he's more just kind of driving slow through this one little area that they have built and he's using his little gadgets in the the Batmobile but it's really it's no it's stupid like in the first one like 
yeah. you know, like like the complaints I had about the bat wing, where it just happens to have these clips on it because he knew one day, you know what, I might have to carry some balloons off one day. I might as well have a, put a put a clip in the front. Now he's just got these trip bars, so he can like trip everybody over, like come out of the wheels. But also, yeah. you notice on the on the wheels and now. Then, now he's got rims on it with the bat <laughs> with, with, with the bat symbol. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the dumbest thing is he comes rolling up on this street and there, there's this guy dressed in a devil costume and he's he, he's a, a flame swallower and he's spitting the, these flames into this building this building that comes back later but I'll talk about it when I get there but then the Batmobile for some reason which doesn't work <laughs> Because you've got this Batmobile. It's already got a bunch of gadgets and shit in there. Um, the Batmobile stops. You see this probably three diameter circular plate start to lower down from the bottom of the car. On this at least two foot diameter uh, pipe or pole or something. And it goes down onto the ground... And it has enough hydraulic pressure to lift the Batmobile up so it can do a 180 degree turn and and fold back down and then Bruce guns it and sets this, this devil guy on fire. He stole that from Speed Racer. There is no way a car can have that because that has to be a, a solid piece of, of metal strong enough to lift up the fucking Batmobile, turn it around and and fold back up that means right behind the cockpit is just this one solid piece of metal yeah it's <laughs> it's garbage no fucking way that's gonna happen but then Batmo, uh, Batman gets out of the car and he just starts well Commissioner Gordon is like oh it's the red circus gang or red stripe circus gang and Bruce is like, maybe. And just walks away. <laughs> it was weird. because this crowd of people just like panicking and running from side to side. And there's all this chaos going on. He's Batman just strolling. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, r- real quick to, to, to uh, kind of take a tangent here. At the end of last episode, or not last episode, end of the, of the Batman episode, you asked the question of uh, who is your Batman? Um... And I still say, I mean, I, I still stand by Kevin Conroy's Batman. I don't care. Um, what, what is your Batmobile? I mean, it's. I like the design of this one, but I like the more streamlined one of Kevin Conroy's, the animated one. I mean, <laughs> I was gonna I, say the same thing. <laughs> But you know, the <laughs> is based off of this one. It so is that's right. It's it's that's the catch twenty two, right? The success, you know, the popularity of this movie is why we got Batman the animated series, mm-hmm. and thus you know, birth of the DC animated universe. But the animated series just did it, just did everything so much better than the actual movies, and yeah, the Batmobile. That's that's it. I mean, that's my Batmobile. Yeah, you know, '66 yeah. is kitschy, you know, whatever. This one, I mean, the design—it's you know, like you said, yeah, you like the design of it, but 
the refinement, the streamlining of it was in the in the cartoon. You know, Batman yeah. Forever added another another fin onto it and some other weird design changes that just made it look like garbage. And the Nolan one, which makes sense that they try to ground it ground it in reality, but the Tumblr is not the Batmobile, that's a tank. Yeah. You know, that's not the Batmobile. Yeah, it could be Bat Tank or whatever right. you want to call it. But yeah, it's not the Batmobile. Right. And I don't remember what the BVS one was. Did they even show one? I you know what? Remember. I don't I don't think Good question, but that's a bad movie that we're we're not doing for this show, so let's let's just keep no. let's go back to the movie. So Batman so no. so <laughs> Commissioner Gordon. Uh yeah, it's it's the gang, yeah, maybe. Yeah. So then you see uh, Selena Kyle it has been grabbed by one of these clowns and and uh, you know the clown is telling tell Batman to back off he, or he, he's going to hurt her so Batman has his uh, grapple gun he shoots a grappling hook into the wall behind the guy and the guy's like haha you missed and so then he yanks the the grapple and pulls his big old chunk of concrete out, <laughs> knocks the dude out. <laughs> which oh, I don't know how But, but you then, like this movie yeah. better than the first one. Yeah, huh? You like this movie better than the first one. Nope. I just want to say you you're on record as having said that. Not I'm anymore. just I'm just I'm just saying, I'm just pointing it out. You <laughs> I will go back and edit it and take it out. <laughs> Yeah, I wish we can go back and edit a couple of things out of our old episodes. How's <coughs> <laughs> <was> the family? <laughs> um, oh dear. Uh, but uh, anyway, then it cuts to um, you. Know, well, as as this is going on, the the mayor says, "Where's Shrek? I can't find him." And you know, cut, cut to he he has been kidnapped by penguin. And Penguin has him down in his sewer layer underneath the uh, zoo, the got the I guess the closed Gotham Zoo, and I know why it's closed because this zoo looks like a living nightmare. Dude, isn't that the most I'm, scariest zoo you've ever seen in your life? I mean, I'd hate to see it when it was because it's got like like one section has like a giant crab over it, yeah. but this crab is like a Tim Burton, it's not a regular crab, it's a Tim Burton crab with all kind of weird angles and it's it's <laughs> got too many eye stalks <laughs> it, it, it's just disgusting it's unsettling it's just, man yeah, but then uh, it shows Penguin and he's down there with I guess the high council of the of the Red Triangle Gang which uh, it's the organ grinder and this one woman who has a poodle and then the strong guy and then a couple clowns and they're all like uh, or they, they they tell Shrek you know um, you're gonna you're gonna, gonna help me you know take over the this uh, town um, or we're gonna let we're gonna bring all of your your shady shit to life and or to the light and he's like what are you talking about he's like well here, here's a sewage sewer runoff from, from your uh, your clean energy plant and here's uh, the documents that you shredded 
uh, show, showing you know some bad land deal, and then here's the hand of your ex partner who you had killed uh, <laughs> after he did something to you. It's just random shit, <laughs> including so just a like, disembodied okay. hand. Yeah, he's like, okay, you know, I'll I'll help you, but I've got a better plan. Why don't we? Um, or he, he he was gonna ransom Shrek just for money, but then he's like, well, why don't we do this instead? And I, I've got got an idea. Give me some time, and I'll I'll let you know what we're gonna do here. So Ping was like, like fine. Then it cuts to Selena Kyle's apartment, this shitty little you know one bedroom apartment. It's the tackiest apartment I've seen in a movie. Yeah, it's all, and you know they they're playing Selena Kyle as this. I don't want to say a woman child, but she's very. I mean, it, it seems like she just moved away from living with her mom, but you know she's got like doll houses and stuffed animals all over the place. Yeah. Um, she seems very insecure, um, and so it's playing. She she's playing her her messages from from the day, and you hear a message from her mom saying, you know, you shouldn't have moved to Gotham. And then you hear from a man who says, hey, we should have Christmas alone instead of going on vacation together. You know, and that's the other thing, by the way, that a problem I have with this character and just what they want us to believe about it. Because she also walks in, and this joke is not even funny, it comes in twice, where she walks in and goes, honey, I'm home. Oh yeah, I'm not married. And it's like, they want us to believe that 90s Michelle Pfeiffer isn't getting any. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Hell, y'all, then, did you see yeah, it? I, we saw Ant-Man and Wasp shit. 60-year-old Michelle Pfeiffer could still get it out. <laughs> I'm just saying. And she's talking to her cat. And she's asking her cat about all all of the the sexcapades that the cat has had. Yeah, dude. And she's like, "Yeah, you're, you're probably getting it more than me." Mr. Oh Kitty. my god, I cannot believe this movie <laughs> went there. But then it goes it goes to further depths uh, later on. So we'll get there. Oh, it, it gets. Oh yeah, it, but yeah. then <laughs> just the last. Yeah, the last um, message is is Selena herself saying. Uh, I'm leaving you this message because I know you forgot to get the papers ready for the Bruce Wayne meeting tomorrow and you got to go all the way back to work to uh, to get everything laid out. So then it cuts to Shrek coming back to his building and seeing Michelle in one of the file cabinets going through papers. And Shrek's like, what are you doing here? He's like, oh, she, she says, I'm getting your, your stuff ready for the, the Wayne meeting tomorrow. Um, I even got into your protected files, and he's like, "How did you do that?" And she was like, "Well, I just figured that that uh, your password is your dead Chihuahua's name, and it was. So I was just trying to get everything together so you'd be super prepared for your meet- meeting tomorrow." And then starts the exposition, and she's like, "Yeah, I thought it was interesting how your power plant is actually a battery." And you're going to store energy instead of creating it, and then you're going to sell it back to Gotham at a huge profit. But I'm not going to tell anybody. I this. absolutely hated that. Hated. 
the way they did that. I mean, exposition in movies always kind of sucks anyway. But if she knew that, why the hell would she tell them that, he, that she knew that? Yeah. I don't get it either. But then, you know, Shrek gets all, like, up in her face. And, and, say, saying, uh, or she, she says, you know, um, I promise I'm not going to tell anybody. And, you know, please don't kill me. And he's like, why would I? Or he said, "I I won't kill you," and and she starts laughing, and he the well they, they both start laughing. He's like, "No, I can't kill you," <laughs> <laughs> and then he shoves her out a window. It's like <laughs> it's like the, with that creepy face. It's like <laughs> it's kind of like those. Uh, I mean, kind of tying back into uh, last episode. It's kind of like when um whenever Uncle Phil would have those meltdowns on Fresh Prince and, uh, you know, Carlton and Will, whatever, whatever kind of bullshit they got in trouble with, and they, you know, tell him what happened, he started laughing. They all started laughing together. And, they oh, what are you gonna do? And that guy for yeah, like, some light, some light punishment where he was like, oh, no, it worked for the beeb. The beeb! <laughs> Everybody's laughing at him. And he just snaps <laughs> off it. Get the fuck away, man! They won! <laughs> that was it. <laughs> That was Christopher Walken's white man named Ward uh, moment right there. He just throws her out the fucking window. Yeah, if she by falls, the way, I don't know how many stories. He does that in his building with no alibi, no cover-up, and just leaves her there. Doesn't clean up, nothing. Huh. Well, I have to assume that he was going to, but then the body was gone. Because a- after she falls and hits the ground, you see Miss Kitty... Um, well, I assume it's Miss Kitty. It was another black cat. Comes running along, and and gets on on her chest. And you know, there's that old wife's tale about you can't let a cat get on your uh, your baby's chest or in baby's face because the cat will steal the baby's breath. You know. Yeah. So I, I guess that's what they were trying to kind of go for. Because this cat gets right in Michelle Pfeiffer's face and is all licking inside her mouth and on her lips and nose God, and gross. stuff. Uh, and then all of these cats come out of the, the alleys and the shadows and they're all like licking at her and they show one cat gnawing on her dude, fingers. Dude, what was this about? I don't know. And then she starts like twitching like she's a zombie or something. And then all of a sudden her, her eyes open. And it cuts back to her apartment again. This, by the way, this is not she this is not Catwoman's origin story. This no, is Tim Burton not again. At all. Yeah, and it it cuts back, and she does the same joke. Hi, honey, I'm home. Oh yeah, I'm not married. So she she just goes through her routine of coming home, where she gives milk to the cat. Yeah, except she then, misses the bowl, <laughs> and then starts drinking it herself. Yeah, she misses the bowl completely. And then she's just like drinking milk and it's all going down her face. <laughs> and then she's listening to her voicemail message again and her mom's called like three more times. And then there's this message from a department store talking about Gotham Lady Perfume. Uh, and <laughs> commercial says, if you wear this perfume, um, your, your boss may ask you to stay late for a, a candlelight meeting after work. What kind work. of shit? I got that to like, what, what kind man? Of, 
Yeah, what kind of Harvey Weinstein kind of <laughs> But but that sets her over the edge because you know the the uh, ad is from uh, Shrek Shrek Mall or Shrek Department Store or whatever it's called. So that set, sets her off as she starts like trashing her house. She takes all of her stuffed animals. And shoves them down the garbage. Yeah, and then starts stabbing them with a big like cleaver or a chef knife or whatever. And then she pulls out black yeah. spray paint. Like I don't know why she just happened to have that in there, and it just starts tearing up the place. Like just spray painting the place. Yeah. And she's smashing walls with a. She's kind of doing that that Rachel Lee Cook. This is your your brain on drugs <laughs> thing that we talked about on the commercial episode. Because she takes this frying pan first and just starts smashing the walls and she. And she takes this spray paint and then she goes in her closet and finds this, I guess, like a, uh, a latex, like, raincoat? I guess. I can't really tell like what it is. In fact, that scene is on, the scene is on right now. I can't really tell what it is. It just looks like a random piece of, of, of just garment. Yeah. And then she, she starts, like, cutting the seams up and then she's, she's, uh, making her outfit and you know all all of these cats are in the house now and just wandering around and she's sewing up this, this outfit and she takes these thimbles but the thimbles all red it, it's not like she made the thimble ha- have like a little nail or claw in it they were already that way which I don't think is an actual thing yeah I don't know what that is but I don't I'm not a, I don't I'm not a seamstress I don't I don't sew I don't know I don't get it. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know like either, but she puts it all together. It. Yeah, but they're already attached to the thimble, which I don't yeah. get how that works. I don't either, man. But anyway, she she turns those into her claws, and then she puts on this sort of affected voice, like she's talking in a lower register, kind of all sexy like. Yeah, it got like the phone sex voice happening. Yeah. And then you see her just kind of stretch and bend over in this in this latex outfit, and yeah, uh, uh, 10, thirteen year old me, yeah, mine, uh, thirteen year old me was liking it. Just one I, you know, I was more weirded out. And granted, I was a few years younger than you. I mean, I still thought Michelle Pfeiffer was pretty, but I, you know, the suit. The suit just weirded me out because, I mean, and I wasn't really reading comics like that, like that, especially not Batman. I think I had just started to kind of get into X-Men at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only Catwoman suit that I, that I knew of was from the old 66. Mm-hmm. So I'm seeing this and I'm like, what the hell is all this? Yeah. And uh, I don't know if the com- I know that that would become the look or like variations on the look as it went along, but um, that uh, you know I think what was this the first one or were the comics like this before, or the, or is this the first uh, design? No, because for a while, like her original costume was like this purple kind of dress, like it wasn't a cat suit like it is now. And then she just had like a Harlequin mask on. 
Right, I remember the Harlequin mask, but I mean, was this the was this oh, movie yes, the first, first the first appearance of that design of the, like that that archetype of the suit? No, it had been that way before, I think. All right, but not not as shiny and black. I think it was gray. Okay, I wasn't sure. I know the cartoon had it, and I know that they've kind of iterated on that going forward in different yeah. stuff but uh I yeah this this is my first time ever seeing that so I'm like this is that I wasn't I wasn't feeling it yeah I was I ain't complaining <laughs> yeah oh no not now <laughs> back then I was confused but now you know then you know. it cuts back to that same fucking city square <laughs> where the the mayor is having a press conference about you know the crime in the city why Shrek is there I don't know but they're, they're having this discussion, and then in a real sort of Batman 89 Joker-esque scene, as he's talking, a clown, like, does all these flips and stuff behind them out of nowhere, <laughs> grabs the mayor's... If <laughs> <laughs> you people, if you haven't seen this movie, you have to see this scene, because it's so, so stupid. This is more apropos of something that the Joker would have, honestly. Right, but the clown it's not that he just shows up he like turns a bunch of flips and acrobatics yeah <laughs> and then <laughs> oh my he grabs the baby and he, he's like I'm not one for words so I'll just say thanks and then it cuts it's obviously a stuffed or you know a, a not a real baby because he does his <laughs> he does this flip like this somersault he he's he does a cartwheel with one hand and he's got this this cabbage patch kid in the other hand holding it like <laughs> upside down at this weird angle. I mean it better be a cabbage patch kid if he did this with a real child. Yeah. And then he jumps down this uh this manhole that, that's already open. And then he's down at the bottom of the manhole. He's like, Oh, oh no, it's it's the penguin man. And you know, hands hand the the penguin, the baby, and so then the penguin has this like elevator thing that lifts him up, and Shrek jumps down. Oh, you know, let's let's not be scared of him. Let let's embrace him because he's you know he he just saved the mayor's child. Yeah, he hands the mayor back his child. He says, "Did I just do your job for you?" <laughs> so then uh, you see Bruce Wayne looking at him he's like he's like oh that's interesting his uh, parents huh I hope he finds his parents yeah and And so you think he's got sympathy for him but he doesn't because he's immediately suspicious of him and that's another thing that just kind of angers me about this movie because, and this is not the first time it happens. Well, this, I mean, well, no, this is the first time it happens, but it, there's a couple more things like this that we'll, we'll get to. He knows. It's like he already knows. Yeah. It's like he already has this information and he's just waiting for, but the movie hasn't shown the viewer how he knows this or how he has a hunch. He just immediately. He just, I don't know. It, it's. I just feel like this page is missing out of the script, man. Yeah. So then it cuts to like the Hall of Records, and they have let Penguin in there by himself uh, to try and find his parents. Which I don't know how he's gonna do do that, but 
because he doesn't know his name, so I don't know how he's going to find them. But anyway, you know, Bruce Wayne is able to track it down like real quick and then find out um, that, that, that the kid was taken in by the Red Triangle Circus and and Circus was stealing kids and all this other stuff. And, and, and Alfred is like, oh, you know, leave him. He's just trying to find his family. And he's like, no, there's something else going on. Shut up, Alfred. <laughs> it, he doesn't quite say that. You know, that's why I say, that's why I say this didn't take t- place too many years later. In fact, probably within the same span of, say, 12 months span. Because I feel like there's this, like, this, this underlying disdain for Alfred. Yeah. Because of what he did in the oh, first yeah, one. Oh, yeah. And he'll, that comes up again later. It comes up again later. So, but anyway, it, it cuts to the the cemetery, and he finds his parents. He finds his parents' grave, and he and you know Bruce even says, "Oh, he already knows who, who his parents are. He knows he's doing something else. There's something different." See, how does know. he know that? I don't know. Could you even see? You even see where? And at, at one point, when when like, uh, Ping was looking at these records. You see Batman cruise by in the Batmobile. <laughs> I was going to talk about, I hate this, but you, we, that's a scene that you should never, ever have in a movie. Yeah, because the, the Batmobile is just so cruising small. places. Batman doesn't do that. But Batman would, no, Batman would not do that. He would, he would you know, be up yeah. in the rooftops, you know, kind of stalking up there. And if he needs the Batmobile, he'll radio for it and go get it or something like that. Or he'll come or, or he'll be at the Batcave and spring into action and head to the place with the Batmobile. He won't just be, you know, seven o'clock on the dot. I'm in the Batmobile cruising the street and, you know, follow that and, and pull, pull up by the window, by the way. That's not because 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 that's not drawing attention, right? The fucking Batmobile just in the neighborhood. Yeah, he's not the police. He still could. That's what he's doing. Oh, it made me so. Bad. And then he just pulls up right outside. You know, Penguin can see him out the window. It's a yeah. big ass window. I mean, he doesn't, yeah, but he should have. It's the Batmobile. And then he just looks at Penguin and he drives off. And you get the next scene the next morning where. Um, uh, no, uh, the scene goes to the next morning when uh, Bruce is having. No, I am right. There, there's a scene when Catwoman makes her appearance. The, this woman's getting mugged by this guy. Catwoman jumps down and uh, like saves her, and it's so fucking bad. Oh yeah, because she kicks the shit out of this dude, and and then takes her hand and and runs her claws down his face over his eyes and then goes across his cheeks across his nose like make a uh, uh, tic-tac-toe kind of pattern on there kind of yeah just flinch or scream in pain or nothing and just kind of, <laughs> you know because it all it is it looks like just like red paint just going on his face pretty much you know? that's why and, he didn't react and, and the whole time she's given this very sort of uh, feminist hashtag me too kind of statement about how you know a man always take advantage of of a woman and that kind of stuff you know kind of and but then, it also feels like she kind of blamed the woman 
Oh yeah. Did she say you made it too easy? You you give it up too easy or some shit? Yeah. Yeah, because she she says you're making it too easy always waiting for some Batman to come save you. (laughs) Like, uh, yeah, I almost got raped in the alley. I don't think I was waiting for Batman. Yeah, and then she does the fucking flip all the way. (laughs) 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 Like, everybody do flips. No. (laughs) And then backflips her way out of the fucking alley. Now, what? First of all, n- nobody's mode of transportation is backflips. <laughs> Which, by the way, now you said it's like the, the scene just happened right in front of <laughs> But, also, where was, when was Selena, where was this Selena Kyle before? She never did any of that shit yeah, before. I don't know. And this is why I have a problem, because in the real comics, she was a gymnast at some point. She is trained in, in, in martial arts. Now... Because she got eaten by cats after getting thrown off a building, now she has powers, which no. Catwoman doesn't have powers. But now, now she's got literal nine lives, and she has all these acrobatics and karate and shit, and she just <laughs> backflips yeah, everywhere. Get it. But um, you know, right after that, we go to the meeting with, with Wayne and and Shrek, and they're, they're arguing because Bruce Wayne doesn't want any part of this uh, this power plant, and he's like, I'm. Yeah, and he's like, right, um, as he shouldn't. The, this power plant is stupid. Uh, I'm gonna go to the mayor and and tell him my my concerns. And and Shrek is like, uh, mayors come and go; they can change. Like, is that a threat? He's like, no, it's not a threat. And and Wayne says, I'm not going to uh, to be part. I, I'm not gonna work with you because because you uh, you are working with. Uh, with, with a crime boss and he's like Cobblepot's not a crime boss and and if my secretary w- w- was here she w- would have thrown me out by now and lo and behold here here she comes she's got a big bandage on her head and, <laughs> and <laughs> everyone's just kind of staring at her dumbfounded uh, he's on right now <laughs> Christopher Walken's ugly doll face just jaw drop yeah Wayne is staring at her because she's hot. Well, yeah. And, and Shrek is staring at her because she's supposed to be dead. She's dead. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and so, um, you know, he, he tries to play it off and say, oh, you hurt your head on that skiing trip. She's like, yeah, I don't remember exactly what happened. But then Wayne, you know, she, she escorts Wayne out and Wayne asks her to dinner and that kind of stuff. But she says, no, I'm working. Right and uh, where's it going? Excuse me. I was always funny how you know they're in the middle of this meeting. She shows up and Wayne is like, just. I mean, you know, granted he already said he's not interested in doing this, and he's just like, hey, fuck this. I'm gonna go hop down on this over here. You. Yeah. But then, um, you know, it it cuts to to this grand plan that that uh, Shrek has. He is going to make. He's got going to find a way to get the mayor to either quit or be impeached, and that's going to create a uh, election, which doesn't work. If a mayor gets impeached or quits or whatever, it's always the lieutenant mayor that takes over until the next regular election. Unless they set up a special election, but that doesn't take place like the 
month or the the you know the next month after the guy leaves, it doesn't work like that. Yeah, but you know. But I, you know, it's movies, I guess. Whatever. But uh, well, it's this movie because I mean, not a whole lot has made sense so far. Yeah. But you but, like this one better than the first one? No, I shut up. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, Shrek's like here. I I got a surprise for him. He's you know, um, Ping was like like uh, what? He's like, come on, follow, follow, follow me downstairs. I want to show you something. I, I got got a surprise for you. And he pulls out this paper, and it's a fucking fish. And so he, I almost he, lost my lunch. He tricks Penguin to go down the stairs with this raw salmon. And he's hiding Penguin's face behind his hat, and they come down the stairs, and then they <laughs> they come out in th- this room, and it says Oz- Oswald for mayor, Cobblepot mayor, and you know Shrek is like, we're gonna make you mayor, and <laughs> this is where I texted you, and I said I figured it out, Penguin. This is not Batman. This is. A Frank centric story of always sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> the penguin is Frank from <laughs> because he's eaten a, a raw fish like Frank would do. <laughs> the only thing that, that hasn't happened is he, he hasn't asked Shrek to play Nightcrawlers with him down the <laughs> But he, he, is, he is completely Frank. He, dis- oh, he does all this disgusting shit. All he wants is pussy. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, that comes and, up in, in shortly. Yeah, and I mean, he's a gangster, but he's got money. He can get whatever he wants, pretty much, because he's, you know. I mean, I think, yeah. You know, I mean, people think we're crazy tying all these movies, you know, onto other characters and trying to make the whole universe, but yeah, I think this is the most apt comparison i think we've had (laughs) ever yeah i mean it really is yeah because you think about this too you know frank on the first well i guess that was the second season when he first showed up you know he's clean and you know he was more normal and then once he started hanging with charlie he just kind of regressed yeah and turned into uh so he he went back to himself on there the hedgehog the uh the warthog warthog yeah this is basically the warthog (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but you know uh shrek says you know we're going to uh to make you mayor and and penguin even says this is december elections happen in november and, and shrek says oh no we can make, make the mayor leave and you can take over and, and i also gotta say what is with this onesie that they've got they insist on having him in i don't know because he looks like Humpty Dumpty from hell. Yeah. And so, by the way, we're talking about all this stuff happening, you know, after you give the raw... He's still got his... He's still got that... The two halves of the raw salmon in his mouth, or in his hands, taking bites of it while all this is going on. Yeah. And then there's this... <laughs> so fucking sick. And then Shrek brings him over to, to these two people. One of them is Jan Hooks from Saturday Night Live. And she said these are my image consultants you know they'll they'll uh, 
give you a new image to make you, you know, popular with the people. And Jan Hooks gives him, you know, that signature um, penguin cigarette in the cigarette holder. But then he spits it out because this ain't your mama's penguin. He doesn't do that. Yeah, he's he's bluffing. And then then the the male consultant is like, you know, we need to work on on your your outfit, you know, and, and. he, he made some. They don't some do much work because he stays in this thing. Yeah, he he makes some kind of joke about penguins' height or, or hair or so, something, and then penguin says, "Oh yeah, it could be worse. My my nose could be gushing blood." <laughs> and everyone kind of just starts chuckling, and the guy's like, "What do you mean?" And then penguin bites his fucking nose, and blood starts spurting everywhere, and blood's all over his face and stuff. And then he starts laughing, and everybody starts laughing too. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? I don't know. It's it's fucking weird. But, but then, that is something I could see Frank Reynolds doing the same thing. Yeah, but then he he still doesn't want to be mayor. But then uh, he's staring at, at Jan Hooks, and he, he's like, "Oh, I'd like to, I'd, I'd like to pull her place or some kind of bullshit." Oh, like that. He said. <laughs> he said something about filling a void in Gotham. He said, "I like to fill her void." Yeah, and, then and like he, that, I just oh, and that is something Frank would say. And then he's like, "I'm like sure my flinch, my French flipper trick, or something like that." Like, oh, I seem to have dropped my monster condom. Now I'm ready to plow. Yeah. Oh, I lost my cock ring. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> But uh, oh right now, I remember that episode when they had that when they put on that wrestling match and he wanted to be the garbage man. Yeah, <laughs> that's him. He's like, I start throwing trash in the ring, and then I start eating garbage. Oh <laughs> 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 god! And then, um, you know. He he! Fi- he's finally starting to warm to the idea of, of being mayor because he can get poon, basically. I mean, um, so he's like, okay, this is adding adding to the uh, the whole the whole idea. This is the same guy, yeah. And he, he's like, okay, um, in order to to get the, this mayoral thing going, we've got got to create a riot. So so it looks like the mayor has lost control of the city. So the clown gang goes out again at night and they start trashing shit. And then the same the same storefront that that devil fire breather uh, had blown up has now become a restaurant. And the little <laughs> poodle takes this grenade into this restaurant. And I don't know <laughs> what was in this grenade, but it made the whole storefront just explode, just a giant fireball, and it explodes. <laughs> and Man. and all these clowns are running around the city, you know, fighting and hurting pe- people. And then Batman just walks up and just he strolls up and just starts fighting dudes. And yeah. and yeah. It, he it gets to a point where he gets surrounded by a clown that looks like Ving Rhames. In clown makeup, that's got a, a a rocket launcher, and then oh, I mean the only uh, 
the only one of two yeah. black people in the whole movie. And then uh, a couple other clowns, and then the woman with the dog who just kind of stands there. And, and so he pulls out this batarang that is kind of like one of the batarangs in, in the Arkham movies. Or games, I mean. Yeah, with the, yeah, with, it's got a remote, remote, and you can, you, you know, like target. And so he, everyone just stands there staring at him while he pulls out this battering and hits a bunch of buttons, and and then he just kind of lazily tosses it. <laughs> and the animation well, it's not even an animation; it's obviously on a string because it's wobbling as it's going around. And just kind of lazily knocks people over. <laughs> Until it, it starts heading towards uh, the woman, and then the dog just jumps up in the air and just kind of grabs it, runs away. Bruce doesn't do anything. He just kind of looks at the dog run away, and then he moves on. He's like, yeah, whatever, it's Wayne Tech, I'll, I'll make another one. I just don't get it, Damn. man. This Batman, he, you know, let me just say it right now. He doesn't do a whole lot of Batmaning in this movie at all. No. There's not a lot, really. I mean, the majority of, is taken up by by uh, Penguin and and Shrek, and then there's a little bit of Catwoman, and then a little bit of Batman. You don't really see the Batcave much. You don't see him doing a lot of Batmaning stuff. There's not a lot. I mean, and this is a two-hour movie. Yeah, a two-hour movie that you like better than the first one. I mean, goddamn! I mean, I, was, I, just, I don't. I'm not seeing it, man. You know what? I already said it all wrong. <laughs> all right? But uh, then he he's fighting these dudes, and he finds a clown that's got like a a, a thing of dynamite strapped to his chest, and so he cuts it off the guy, and then is just carrying it around. Well, you, for you, whatever reason. Well, you know, you know, you know what that's about, right? That's a that's a tie back to '66. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, sometimes it's hard to get rid of a bum. I mean, they had to put that in there. <laughs> and then you know, it cuts to Catwoman in Shrek's uh, um, mall, and in, in the bottom of his building, she's just wrecking the place. And cuts back. for no real reason. I was like, well, you know what? No, no, that's that's true. She's practicing with the whip because it's when she first gets the whip. Yeah, and she's uh But yeah, she just she's just tearing up shit. Tearing up shit. And then it cuts back to Batman just walking the, this alley and he punches a couple other uh, clowns. And then the strong man comes up and he's like, a, he's like, go ahead. So Batman punches him in the face and the guy just starts laughing. And so then Batman looks him in the eye and then looks down. The guy looks down. He has shoved this dynamite into this dude's pants and and has lit the fuse which it's got a fuse but also has like an old school alarm clock timer on it so I don't know how that all works right but then Batman looks up and then smiles this weird ass smile I mean it's a creepy fucking smile that he has and then now <laughs> punches this strong guy again and shoves him down this open manhole and, <laughs> I mean we, you said it before Batman kills I don't care what you say Batman killed I was going to say, yeah. Because this dude had dynamite, <laughs> had dynamite down his pants, got shoved down a, a, into the sewer, and it exploded. So he kills people. <laughs> oh, he absolutely killed that guy. And 
And it <laughs> never, never mind. <laughs> I got this guy. I just can't. I, so I, then he he rounds uh, the corner and sees Penguin just standing there, and he, he's like, uh, "Oh, you're admiring your work." And Penguin says, "No, I'm I'm doing mayor stuff. I, I'm surveying the the riot scene." And and as they're this is the only scene, by the way, when you finally get him in full yeah, penguin outfit with the top hat and everything. This is the only time he'll ever be. Yeah, yeah. and then they're sitting there, uh, they're you know talking, and then all of a sudden, Catwoman comes flipping out of the Shrek living <laughs> and stands in front of him, and and uh, they're they're both looking at like, who are you? And she goes, I'm Catwoman, meow. And then the Shrek building explodes behind them, or behind her. Batman turns back around. Catwoman is climbing up a building. Penguin says, I gotta fly. So he takes his umbrella, and it starts to spin, and all of the, whatever you want to call it, the the part of the umbrella that keeps the water off, the vinyl stuff, all of that just flies off, so it's just the rods that would hold that vinyl in place. Yeah. How that would be enough to to create lift because it's just pipes, you know. Especially someone of his size. Yeah, but he just but at all he steps on it and flies away. Batman chases a Catwoman up to the roof, and they start fighting, and. You know, he, he's dodging at first and then Catwoman punches him in the face so he punches her back and she goes, how could you? I'm a woman. And he goes, oh, I'm sorry. And then she she punches him again and pulls out the whip and he's trying to dodge the whip and stuff. He gets knocked off the roof and she's monologuing. So then he takes this like blue like liquid and shakes it up and throws it at her, and it explodes. What the hell know. was it? He just pulled it out of the belt. I don't know. Some kind of flammable liquid. And so then they start. They start to, or he saves her beat because she falls off the roof and he gets back up. So then he pulls her back up, and then they start talking, and she starts feeling on his chest and around the side of his his uh, armor and I guess finds a soft spot and claws the shit out of it and so then he punches her off the fucking building she lands in a truck of kitty litter like a dump truck well even before that though where she I forget what she's telling him cause he when he pulls her back up on the building and she starts feeling on him and she's like touches like mm-hmm. where his armor is like where the abs would be but that's like you know Kevlar or whatever she's like oh that's not you and then reaches down she's like grab this cod piece and I'm like no that's you right there <laughs> like what the whoa <laughs> yeah and then he uh... <laughs> this is God this is oh, this is worse than when uh, Vicky Vale like when she like pantomime like she was gonna blow the Joker up on the cathedral. So then it cuts to you know he, he punch, punches her off the roof and then I guess that's when she lost another life even though she fell into uh, a dump truck full of kitty litter which I don't think that's how they no. store it. No it's not And but I don't get why that counts either because she said saved by kitty litter. Yeah I don't know but it, it cuts to the bat 
Well, it cuts to a dark room that you assume is the the bat cave because it don't really show any of the bat cavey kind of stuff like the computer or anything. It's just a right. table and a phone, and you see Batman, you know, kind of lifting his arm and testing how far he can bend. And he reaches around to his side, and you see where she cut open his armor. And he pulls out one of the thimbles with the the claw in it. He picks up the phone. He's like, Alfred, bring bring me antiseptic ointment. Which he's got three huge gashes in his side. I think he's going to need some more than some fucking ointment on there. He might need to cauterize that. Um, Some gauze. Some some (laughs) bomb. And then it cuts to the next day where you you uh, see the new mayoral posters and stuff that they have made and you see classic Joker there. You know, he, he's got the... He, he, it looks like Burgess Meredith... Well, at least one of the pictures looks like Burgess Meredith Joker. He's got the nice slick back hair. He's got the long he's, cigarette he's thing. Yeah. Or see... No. Or, I mean, Caesar no. Romero, Joker. Burgess Meredith Burgess Pink. Meredith Penguin. Yeah. Yeah. So... You know, it it cuts to him downstairs announcing his his uh, run for mayor, even though the original mayor has not left yet. No, he's not. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you see, um, you, you see all of these people there are cheering and, and excited and stuff. And then these three girls come up and say, "Mr. Cobblepot, I'm you know, I'm excited for what you you can do for this city." He's like, "Here's a button." And so he takes his button and he puts it on her chest. And then he says, let me get that on real good for you. So he squeezes her breast. And then you even see him shake it. He shakes her. <laughs> he shakes your tit up now. Uh, <laughs> and it, I mean, you know, and things just, it. you think it ends there, but no. No. Because then he goes upstairs and Catwoman is there and she wants to team up with, with Penguin to take out Batman. Um, but he's more concerned about getting laid. So he's making all these sexual innuendos and stuff, and she's trying to... Well, the very first thing he says is, oh, he's like, yeah, just the pussy I was looking for. Yeah. He straight said yeah. that. And so... Uh, yeah, me too, guy, but you can't just lead with that. So he's... He's trying to get in her pants. She's trying to, you know, legitimately come up with with a plan to stop Batman, and he says, "I've already got a plan to to, uh, to uh, stop Bat- Batman." Where, and he points to uh, the the gang, and they've got all these blueprints of the fucking Batmobile. Where they got them, I don't know. But why do they have schematics for the Batmobile? Yeah, where did they get it? Uh, all- all I can assume is that they pulled some tech or something out of that 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 bat that batarang that the dog stole. But I don't know where they would get schematics for how the Batman or how the Batmobile is wired up. The only other explanation I can think of goes way back to the beginning of the movie when uh, Penguin first pulls Shrek down to the sewer, and where he shows him how he's got all his shredded documents taped up. I gotta think that maybe when they were drafting the blueprints for the Batmobile, maybe maybe those aren't the exact blueprints that he's got on his wall. Maybe they're like, you know, maybe a a, a couple drafts ago or something. Because 
but he did say everything you put on your toilet I put I put on my mantle yeah <laughs> which is gross but uh but but uh, that's the only other place I can think that he may have gotten his hand on some blueprints they got discarded somewhere and they thought they gotten rid of him but no penguin found him I guess I don't it's not explained though, which is what I want to say. This is like this another big plot point where the buildup and the preparation is missing. Yeah, I don't like. We're in the dark. I don't know. As a viewer, we don't know how this happens. I don't. I don't understand. But then, uh, after some more threatening and and innuendo, they decide to work together. To uh, to frame Batman by uh, kidnapping the Miss Gotham, and Catwoman says, "I'm so excited! I feel dirty. I'm gonna give myself a bath right here." So she starts licking her costume, oh God. and then rubbing. This is after laying on Penguin's nasty ass bed. Yeah, I'm. I, I don't even want to know. Um. But oh no, you skipped the other part where um, where he asks, "Why should I help you?" So she reaches into this birdcage where he's got a little parakeet. She puts that whole ass parakeet in her mouth and oh, yeah. to eat it, and then like she's gonna swallow it. So then he goes in there and he grabs her cat and he's gonna stab it. But then she lets the parakeet go, so he lets the cat go. That's right. So again. Beastmaster just met, just must have had all those PETA force patrol people just <laughs> just completely <laughs> they're they completely <laughs> they were off like you know following the Beastmaster people around make sure they don't pet any more tigers or armor up any more dogs or anything like that meanwhile they missed all of this going yeah. on so then there's a little like uh, press conference on TV and Penguin says, you know, I dare the mayor to, to relight the Christmas tree and, and Batman should be there to provide security. And, you know, Alfred says, you know it's a trap. He's like, yeah, but I'm gonna go anyway. Shut up, Alfred. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, uh, uh, it cuts again to the Miss Gotham is getting herself ready to uh, to do the Christmas tree lighting again, and and Penguin comes in, into her tent with the woman with the dog, and, and the dog has that that batarang in her hand or in his mouth, and she's like, "Oh, uh, what are you here for?" and and he says, "Oh, it's just just a." a interview or something like that and she sees the, the batarang she says oh is is that a camera and he says yeah say cheese and then he just hooks it at her <laughs> so you think she's dead but then it cuts to that evening uh, Bruce had invited Michelle over over for dinner Catwoman right and they're sitting in front of the fire and I don't know if this before dinner or after dinner, but they start talking about stuff, and they start talking about Bruce's past relationship. And he said, "Yeah, I had somebody, uh, Vicky, but she left." Uh, 
because she had, had a problem with my duality. And they start, they're talking about, you know, good, bad, you know, uh, what, what happens when you have a side that you're hiding and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, he's like, so what did happen to Vicky? He's like, well, she's dead. He's like, why? Don't ask. Yeah. <laughs> and then he even, he comes out and says, you know, it, I I probably should, should say that I'm not normal, but that may stop you from letting me kiss you or something like that. Which is yeah, because say on the first date, I know. And then, but I mean, she's with it because she just jumps him. Yeah, and they, they start kissing, and then first she's running her hand up along uh, his side, and she touches where where uh, where she stabbed him, and he like flinches and grabs her arm and moves it you know over his head, and so then he starts caressing her arm till he gets to this disgusting like burn patch where where that whatever that blue stuff was was on her arm and then she freaks out before he can touch it and then they look at the news and then they they see where Commissioner Gordon has that batarang and it's covered in blood and so Bruce's like I gotta go and he disappears which yeah, and then she says something about needing to go to, and they're both like stumbling over each other trying to figure out how to yeah, get out of the, this. And then you just have what happened there, where they're making out, like touching the, like you know, touching the wounds. Where he said they know at this point. Yeah, they've got an inkling. I mean, the movie doesn't the movie doesn't make you know it, but they know it. It's like when we knew like Vicky knows who Batman is, and they're still yeah. trying to act like she and doesn't. So the, they're both trying to get Alfred to give a cover story about why they had to leave, and Alfred's just like, yeah. The the number five special I got it Bruce, <laughs> <laughs> and, and then Celine is like just, just tell them that something came up and I, I had to leave or or something and Alfred's like yeah okay I I get it yeah and and then meanwhile he's just sitting there like they moved pretty fast that was I'm impressed I didn't even need to tell any uh, Bruce Wayne stories or um keep filling her, her yeah. glass full like the last one and then you know it cuts to him going. Uh, well, they don't show him going in the Batmobile. They just show a dark room with this closet full of bat suits. That that, that made me mad. They had bat suits like on hangers. Yeah, bat suits are on hangers, and the actual suit part had the yellow symbol on it. But then he goes and grabs a cowl, but the cowl. The, the bat armor piece has the yellow symbol on it, but then he has a separate cowl that should have the yellow piece on it, and you see, see where the yellow piece would go, but that's missing. And then yeah. he grabs some bat boots out of this row of bat boots, and then he walks out of the, the closet all dressed. Yeah, he walks out of the closet, and you can tell that that's one contiguous suit. It's not, it's not parts. Yeah. <laughs> so you see him drive to, to excuse me he drives to the scene and the mayor is is giving his speech about how the same scene by the way we haven't we, we've seen like the exact you know what I mean from different camera angles but this is the same exact piece of Gotham we've been seeing yeah like I said they, they only have like four sets and you see the Batmobile he, he parks the Batmobile and then he does that awesome you know armor up thing from the first movie but you don't get a full yeah. sort of 
look, look at it, you just see one of the fins get armored up. And then Batman's on, on the roof and the mayor's giving his speech. The clowns come up upon the Batmobile and they've got some sort of thing that, that uh, turns the the armor off and you you get a full shot this time of the armor coming off and folding up underneath the Batmobile. And then you see yeah. all these clowns start going to work and tearing the Batmobile apart. Like all these wires are out all over the place. There's circuit boards and all this stuff all over the ground and on top of the Batmobile. You would think there's no way this should be happening. You would think Batman, world's greatest detective, would have some sort of alarm that would trip if if uh, something would happen to the Batmobile. Doesn't happen. Because And then they, they take it apart. Uh, Batman finds the the Miss Gotham or the Snow Queen or whatever they're calling her. They call the I. They've got both. It's Miss Gotham, but she's also the Ice Princess. Yeah, and he, he's trying to free her, and Catwoman shows up. Um, they start fighting again. Catwoman takes her up on the roof. Batman follows. They have put the Ice Princess like on the ledge, and Batman get, gets up there, and Ice Princess says, you know she let me go but she's still standing on the edge of this building she doesn't come she's not tied there batman's just looking at her she could have gotten down right i don't know why she didn't step down yeah but then he starts walking towards her and he's like be careful don't move just stand still penguin shows up out of nowhere and says lawn dart throws this this umbrella and it opens up and all these bats come flying out she starts screaming and Batman runs to her of course so it looks like Batman has pushed her off the building and she falls lands on top of the button that turns on the lights <laughs> she lands on the lights come on and all these bats come flying out of the out of the uh, tree and yeah. conveniently the, the cops are already halfway up the steps they come bursting out and they shoot at him and he falls off the roof onto another roof Catwoman's there waiting for him and I just don't get it about that scene though you know he could have again no Batmaning when she starts to fall he should have fired a fucking grapple and swung down there and made the save he did to Vicky I don't know why he didn't do it for her I don't get it either so then he's laying on the ground and Catwoman gets on top of him and then he happens to look up and sees Mistletoe. And she, she says Mistletoe is... Or no, he says Mistletoe is deadly if you eat it. And she says that it's even deadlier if you kiss and you mean it. Yeah. And then she licks him. Which is... Uh... Which is just it's... gross. But here's the problem. How do you not know who this is? Like, literally 10 minutes ago in movie time, you all were just making out at home. You don't know what that tastes like now? Yeah. You don't know that mouth? So they start fighting, and he knocks her off, and then he stands on the roof of the building and pops his wings out, and he goes jumping off. He takes a long time because he stands there. 
and he he puts his arms out and the wings fold out and then he stands there and looks at her some more and then he, and he turns around and he stands there and then he does his dive and he jumps off he goes flying down and you know the, the clowns have finished doing whatever they're doing to this car um, he's gone Catwoman's on the roof and Penguin walks up and he's like he's like alright we did it we bribed the or we've uh, framed the Batman and and Catwoman says I thought you you were ju- just gonna scare her and he says well she looked pretty scared to me and so then <laughs> then uh, <laughs> uh, the penguin proposes to Catwoman and says hey let, 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 let's uh, let's consummate our fiendish union well and, I don't know if he necessarily proposes to her I know he uh, proposes something yeah, well, he, he, he says, picture this. Uh, I'm in the mayor's office. I'm bushed. You come sashaying your tail into my office with, with my oh, slippers yeah. in one hand and, and a dry martini in the other. And she throws the ring. And, I for, yeah, I forgot about the ring. Yeah. And yeah. says, you, you know, uh, fat chance. And then he, he goes, you lying Bitch, you sent out all the signals. Very Weinstein-ish. <laughs> what signals did she send him? None. She sent him all the ones to Batman. Exactly. Uh, and now he's pissed. He's like, you're a whore! You're a goddamn whore! Yeah. He's like, I don't like you anymore. So then he <laughs> he puts an umbrella around her neck, and it starts flying away. <clears throat> she manages to get herself free. And she falls into this greenhouse, which I guess is another life off yeah. list or whatever. Off this non-existent um, powers of Catwoman. God, I hate Tim yeah. Burton for this. And it cuts to, to Batman landing on the ground in front of the Batmobile. He de-armors it and gets in just in time for uh, uh, Penguin to get inside this Batman ride. Like it, it's a ride like you would see outside of grocery stores. You know the the hobby horse you put a quarter in and then it bounces, it rocks back and yeah. forth. I know for a fact that that they had, had a Batmobile version of it because I want to say your your little brother would be in one from time to time. I wouldn't doubt it. He loved Batman. Yeah. So uh, as Batman gets in the car. Uh, the little TV screen in, in there has Penguin on there, and he's like, uh, he's like, you know, hold on to the Penguin Express. Now Penguin's controlling the car, and he's driving. He's driving down the same block, just around in a circle, because that's the only street in this movie. <laughs> and he's slowly swerving around these people and knocking people over. Batman starts trying to figure out how he's controlling it. He's flipping all the switches and stuff. He, the the back computer finally finds the whatever it is the little control device even though we saw the clowns put it right side up on you know towards the towards the front of the car in the engine area somehow it is now upside down underneath the passenger seat <laughs> and you see Bruce you know punching the floor until he can he can get a hole 
and he finds the, the remote and he crushes it so he has control of the car again but now he's got to get away from the cops so he, he's driving away from the cops and I guess he's hitting a button he, he's driving towards the, this alley where I guess he's got it rigged so the alley will open up he can drive through and then close back up but he's hitting the button as not opening so he's like well that's not good and so he starts hitting another button and shit starts flying off the Batmobile and it turns into like like a, a bat motorcycle basically and it squeezes through this tight ass little uh, alley and you know going it's gone which is really kind of reminiscent of what Nolan did with the, the Batmobile it, it had like a motorcycle built into it that could pop off right I wonder if that's where he got the uh, sort of idea could be you know but again that thing yeah it was it really was like a not a uh, what was that? it's not a an APC sort of yeah kinda I guess well I don't know but man yeah that this but um, in this universe though it just doesn't work for me yeah so then it cuts again to um, another campaign rally for for Cobblepot Penguin and you know he, he's about to give this big speech and as he does so Bruce and Alfred are at Wayne Manor and they, they are trying to decide what to do. Should they go after Catwoman first or should they go after uh, Penguin? And they say, okay, we gotta take care of Penguin. And Alfred starts talking about, well, what about the Batmobile? We can't we can't just take the Batmobile to an auto body shop. We, we, we get to get this fixed, but we gotta think about security. And this is where <laughs> Bruce has this fuck you. He's like, yeah, you weren't worried about security when you, you were letting Vicky Vale downstairs. He's like, yeah, I'm sitting there trying to work. And I turn around. Oh, there's Ricky Vale. <laughs> he literally said that, too. <laughs> he said it like, you know, I still haven't decided what I want to do about you, Alfred. Yeah. So then you see about the best shot of the Batcave even though it's just like one computer bank and a set of stairs and this pipe that Bruce comes sliding down. God, it was so much better in the first one. And then you see, you know, Alfred goes to this other console and it's got, you know, all his computer stuff and he puts on a pair of headphones. Bruce pulls out this CD of, of a, a, a CD that he burned in the Batmobile of, of a, of, What's the penguin talking? Right. Which can't happen, by the way. There were never CD... Even even when we had CD burners, they weren't in cars. Uh-uh. <laughs> so he pops in this yeah, CD, CD in this uh, Batman CD player. And and he uh, starts playing this this uh, talk that, that Penguin had, had given where he, he said he was going to play the citizens of Gotham like a harp from hell. Yeah, I played this stinking city like a harp from hell. Harp from hell. Because <laughs> I played then this Bruce stinking Wayne, city. 
Because then Bruce Wayne decides to scratch a CD like you do a record, which you cannot do. There, well, you can now, but you couldn't back then. There were no, not Pioneer CDJs back then. No, it, it would have fucked your whole CD player if he did some shit like it that. It wouldn't have played. It would have stopped. Yeah. <laughs> so now, I mean, it, it's all of a sudden, the whole city is just against him. And he's like, fuck it. I don't care. Let, let's go back to... to our original plan of what, what we wanted to do. You know, another thing I forgot to mention too. By the way, we're talking about this, 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 this uh, tension between Alfred and and Bruce is uh, you know, when they're headed down in the Batcave because this is right after he says the thing about Vicky Vale, and it opens because you can actually he has an Iron Maiden that has a uh, a secret passage under it that takes him down to the Batcave, mm-hmm. and Alfred looks in there and he's like, yeah, I'll just I'll just take the stairs. Because you know Bruce was thinking about it for a while, so you know I could let him think he's going out of the back cave and just not let the lower hatch open. Yeah, yeah, I could do it, but it it doesn't. It takes it takes Alfred the same amount of time to get downstairs. <laughs> fucking slide! I also kind of makes you wonder where those steps are and where the know. Batcave is now because it can't be that low he just walked right down the steps and like oh no here I am yeah I I don't get it at all but Bruce or uh, Penguin is back in his uh, lair he's like he's like I'm not a person I'm not Oswald I'm the Penguin I'm an animal and we're gonna do this other plan we're gonna, gonna kidnap all the firstborn of Gotham and and we're gonna kill them and all this stuff and one clown's like this is kind of extreme Penguin shoots him Oh, I see. I see. Okay, five black people now. I oh, saw three more yep. in the crowd. <laughs> we we need a running tally. We need some sort of ding. <laughs> Every time it's a black person. <laughs> I saw but, five. Uh, then they they uh, go to work, and they well, but they they go to work at the same time. Bruce is going to this party for Shrek. Um. Well, there's this eyes wide shut party. Yeah, and then, and that's where, that's where, uh, that's where they start playing Super Freak. Yeah, bad. Except bad it's big not, man version. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not Rick James. It's like Big Ben, and like it's like a piano, and and you got your horn section, your brass section in there, kind of <laughs> <laughs> playing it. But because of the piano, it just made me think of uh, Kenny and Ivory Wayans when he played Frenchie on uh, <laughs> Living Color. <laughs> and every time it would, it would end with somebody playing Super Freak on the piano. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for I was hoping he was going to show up there or something like that, but he didn't because, you know, we only got five black people in this whole movie. But yeah. I, I would love for Frenchie to show up. Oh, dude, top. Oh, yeah, but Bruce is at this party for Shrek, and then uh, Selena shows up, and you know they they start they they're the only two that aren't wearing masks, and they start uh, dancing together, and Selena straight straight up says, "I'm tired of, of wearing a mask." They're having the whole ass conversation about being Batman and Catwoman without saying it. Yeah. And then she yeah she says what you said right there. I'm tired of wearing masks, and he says me yeah. too. And then he he. Is still kind kind of naive because he thinks that that she she's saying that that you know she wants to they they want to be bad and go 
Well, no, she he makes a comment about finding a bed in in the in the bed section of of the mall to go uh, to go fuck, and then he's like, "No, let's not do that." But then um, she pulls out a gun and says, "You know, I'm I'm here here to kill Shrek anyway." She pulls out a hand cannon, bro. Yeah. And so that shit, I'm like, whoa, he like puts her hand down, quick, flashing that shit. What the fuck? What are you doing? Yeah. And so they're like, you can't do this, you can't do this. And then they happen to look up and then they see Mistletoe. And then uh, Selena says this time, Melissa Toe, Mistletoe, it'll kill you if you eat it. And then Bruce says, but if, if you kiss, or it's deadlier if you kiss and you mean it. And then, uh, yeah. So he goes, oh. Oh. And Batman's like, oh. And she's like, and she actually kind of gets scared. She's like, does this mean we have to start fighting now? No, I, I actually, don't fight you. I actually laughed at that. Yeah. <laughs> we have to, because what if, what if he said yes? And they just broke it. Yeah. Started, started fighting right there in the middle. <laughs> yeah. At the party, we get our ninja rap moment again. Yeah, but he's he's like, no, let, let's uh, just go outside and talk about this. But then there's a big explosion, and Penguin shows up and says, "We need, uh, we're taking everyone's firstborn right now. We need to go do it. Um, I'm here for your firstborn, Shrek." Okay, well they're not here at this party, so. Well, that older oh, kid. Well, oh yeah, he is. Adult. I guess. Yeah, yeah, I guess he would be. Everybody else, this is like the masquerade fuck party. There's no kids here. Yeah, and Shrek is like, no, you don't want me. I'm the one, one that betrayed you. So let's, uh, so just take me instead. And Penguin's like, okay, we'll we'll do that. We'll take you. So they take him down. Uh, Bruce and Catwoman go outside. Bruce somewhere has a costume. I don't know probably, probably hanging on a hanger somewhere in the closet. Yeah. You know, since bat, bat suits are just on hangers now, this movie tells us. But he goes outside and he finds the caravan of uh, kids, and he stops all of those guys, and you know, gives the kid gets back and sends the monkey that the monkey grinder had. The, he oh, sends the monkey no organ grinder <laughs> or organ grinder. <laughs> the monkey grinder. You're gonna get Lance Reddick over here, man. Like, monkey torture. <laughs> he you just say something about a the, monkey grinder. Here's <laughs> the biggest goddamn scheme, and I didn't even know about it. This poor monkey looks so sad when he gives this note to Penguin that, that says it, it's it's got Batman letterhead on it. <laughs> it. It says, "Dear Penguin, I regret to inform you that the children won't be joining you this evening." <laughs> and so he screams and he goes it's time for phase two and he he goes out to these all these these animatronic penguins and little people in penguin suits and he's like uh, he starts get, giving this like patent speech and all these penguins got like they've got helmets and rockets on their back and all this bullshit dude what kind of shit is this I don't know and this the, the penguin does not do this no, 
and he's like, I, I challenge anybody to find me a comic where this happens. And then he says one of the weirdest things. He's like, he's like, uh, I want you to kill everybody. The first, second, third born uh, men or boys and girls. And he says, all sexes are equal when their erogenous zones are are exploding in the air. Why do they keep writing shit like that in here? I mean, that you're talking about kids. You don't want to say erogenous zones. That's what I'm saying. This is weird. Just say your privates. Or so, I mean, if you have to say... Oh, how about don't even say that? How about just don't? How about, how about just don't? Yeah. But then you get the first shot. Uh, I mean, it's not a great shot because it's dark in a sewer, but you get a shot of the bat boat. Oh. Which, I mean... Did we see it in the first movie? Just like... Arch? No. I don't think so. Because you in, in in the first movie you saw the Batmobile and then you saw the Batwing hanging in in the hangar, right? I don't think we saw a bat boat though. Okay. But it pisses me off here because again, this 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 bat boat It's more like a hydrofoil because it, it's really not in the water. Right, and he go and and it's <laughs> It's one of those things again where it's like he just has this and for what reason? It's like, yeah, because one day I'm going to have to do Batman Returns and I'm going to have to sweep the sewers with it. It's like there's no reason for him to have this. No. No, especially because you don't know where Gotham is. Is it by a harbor? It's in Antarctica. We already, told, we already figured that out. <laughs> but you see you know, he, he's cruising down the the suits we were in saying and then you see two penguin puppets shoot their rockets and so he does a thing where he takes the boat and goes upside down around the tunnel and it goes and the two robot penguins just kind of look at the boat really awkwardly because the animatronics aren't great and you see, I don't know where he's going that he would have to because he's not going to... I, I guess he's tracking the penguins back to their source. And so he's going to the penguin's lair. I have no idea, man. But he's like... Like I say, he's sweeping the sewer. And he just got this screen that just kind of points him in the direction. Yeah, because he's... Because it looks like he's following the map. And it shows that the penguins are all going to that one... That one main set that they only have. <laughs> and then somehow they jam the frequency and all the penguins turn around and leave they just start walking away from you know this this uh, city square and and then Batman shows up in the cave and they start fighting do they actually physically fight or does he just shoot shit I think he just shoots no, they, they talk, and then the penguins show back up. And then the pink penguins all shoot their rockets. Yeah. And kind of blow the place up. Yeah, it's just one of those things where I... I don't know, I, I checked out on the movie, like, long ago. But when they just got into this, this, this kaleidoscope of fuckery, I just said, you know, I... 
I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. This <laughs> this movie. <laughs> and you know, I said I said that this one was competent. And I get But you know, now that we've really run it down and run through the, like the just the plot and the writing, I don't think it was. It's just this is so no. disjointed and See, so unfocused. No. And then you go, this yeah, goofy I'm shit like this happened. Now. That's what happened. Like firing um, off rockets. Batman finds Joker and he runs the Batboat into the uh, penguin car and knocks it over. So they start fighting each other. Uh, as they are fighting, Batman pulls out this uh, uh, detonator de- device and Bat- Batman like points and all the penguins are back. And and they, they've all got their rockets armed and Penguin knocks the, the detonator out of his hand then Penguin decides to push the button himself I don't know if he was trying to disarm it or what but he hits the button and all the penguins shoot their rockets off and they they blow up the because they, they're now above ground inside the old zoo they uh, the rockets blow everything up and presumably the penguin as well because he goes falling into the water and Batman goes back downstairs into like the lower sewer part because Shrek has gotten out of this cage and is fighting with Catwoman and he finds out that Catwoman is uh, or as he's fighting Catwoman he gets like tangled up Batman comes down and and he, he's like uh, Selena Bat- Batman says Selena don't do this Selena you're better than this you can be you know we can be together and happy and all this stuff and and uh, Shrek is like what the fuck Selena's Catwoman and then Batman takes his mask off oh he doesn't take his mask off he rips the mask off of his face he tears it off yeah and he's like, Bruce, Bruce Wayne, why are you dressed as Batman? Fuck that. And Catwoman goes, because he is Batman, you idiot. Yes, you idiot. I mean, I can't, I don't even know why they even bothered to write that. Yeah. That just made me angry. <laughs> like, why are you just like Batman? Like, what? Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> that's what you would just say. That, that's when you get Bruce, you're Batman. Not why are you dressed like Batman? Yeah. Fuck, and man. So Shrek finds a gun. He, uh, as they're talking, as Selena and Batman are talking, Shrek has his gun. He he decides to start shooting at Catwoman. Catwoman starts doing this well, ride. He shoots Batman. Batman first. Oh, yeah. He shoot, shoots Batman first and misses. And then he, he goes, Yeah, because the way he said, he, he is Batman. He says, Was Batman. He shoots him. Yeah. And then starts doing the, this rhyme about five six whatever else um, which by the way when that happens when he tears the mask off you knew that Shrek wasn't long for this world because he said because he kept saying let's just take him to the police like no you've torn your mask off and shown him that you're Batman he can't know you're Batman and take him to the police he has yeah. to die oh yeah he has to die but um, she she's counting down her, her lives and she says I've got two lives left 
I'll save one for next Christmas, but, but Shrek is gonna die. So then she pulls out the stun gun. And yeah, the one she took off the thug at the beginning. Yeah, puts it in Shrek's mouth, or puts it in her mouth, and then, like, kisses Shrek, and at the same time grabs this live wire that's above them, and everything starts sparking and exploding, and Batman runs over there and starts digging through the wreckage. Can't find Selena's body, but he finds uh, Shrek's body all melted and uh, burnt and stuff. <laughs> so Shrek's dead. And then you see Penguin pop out of the water, still sort of alive. He's got this green shit coming out of his nose. And every time he takes a step, this green shit comes out of his mouth as he's trying to breathe. And he looks at Batman and he goes over to his umbrella stand and and he pulls out an umbrella, but he pulls out one that's just got like, it looks like a baby mobile. It's got like little animals and stuff on it and it plays a little tune as it twirls around. And he says, I grabbed the wrong one. And he goes to find another one. Or no, he, he says, uh, I'm going to get another one, but I just need need to uh, get a cool drink of water and he falls <laughs> a cool drink of water man. on the ground and Batman's like oh shit well he's dead so that's good I guess but then these four little people in penguin costumes just come walking out of nowhere and Batman's like what the fuck and they all sort of reach down with their flippers and they slowly push Penguin into the water, like giving him a burial to see. <sighs> and Batman's just looking at it like, what the fuck? I looked at it as, what the fuck? What the fuck is happening? And so then it cuts to to Bruce and Alfred driving down the road. It's like the next evening. Bruce thinks he, he sees Catwoman in, in an alley. So he has Alfred stop. He run, runs down the alley, finds Miss Kitty, picks the cat up, and brings it in the car. And Alfred's like, "Well, for what it's worth, Merry Christmas." And Bruce's like, "Yeah, Merry Christmas, and goodwill towards men and women." <laughs> then the the screen pans up to you know the top of the buildings. The yeah, the funky signal screen. Goes up building the bat signal goes up and then at the you know front of the screen you see Catwoman raise her head up and just kind of stare at the bat symbol and then credits credits this is bad this movie is terrible this is bad this is why I'm pretty sure this is why Keaton didn't come back to do the third one I'm pretty sure I mean I don't know what else Tim Burton had to do or had going on or why oh, he didn't I'm want to do the third one almost positive this is why he didn't get the this is oh third one I mean it, for what is I mean it made money yeah it made a shit ton of money but but this is this is horrible and it only got worse and you would think you would think they had nowhere to go but up from here but they found a way to take it to two new lows yeah and this is the beginning of the end because 
you know, I think the reason I liked it is because it introduced two villains. But after watching again, it doesn't do it right. And I haven't seen a comic book movie yet that can properly pull off doing two villains at the same time. Even in the Marvel movies, I haven't seen where they can properly pull off two villains at the same time. I'm trying to think of an example. I can't think of one. But you know that's the problem with sequels as well. You know when they put, they try to do, they try to do more, and try to top on it, but they really end up, you know, you don't get enough screen time. For this one, you hardly got any Batman. Yeah. It was mostly Penguin, and you know you got this Catwoman who kind of really didn't need to be there. Huh. You just needed to have. Bruce Wayne have a love interest of some sort and they figured well we haven't used the female villain we haven't used I mean you should you could you, I think they should have stuck with one or the other and definitely not this penguin because this this version of penguin no. sucks no just, I think you should have just had the Catwoman movie you know Catwoman well, not Catwoman movie no 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 we're not talking about the Halle Berry now I'm not, but they should have had you know Batman versus Catwoman because the whole story of Catwoman is interesting yeah and the fact that she's kind of sometimes she's kind of um, I mean sometimes she's straight villainous sometimes she's actually superhero sometimes she's an anti-hero yeah and that would and their relationship is so complicated right I mean they just had a huge probably what one or two year arc in the comics where um, they were engaged and were supposed to be married and then she broke it off at the, like the last minute I mean, they have this complicated history that you could have played on, but they just don't. Yeah, and that's not new. That's been going on forever. So I mean, they had the reference, they had the source material right there. Yeah, and I'm just trying to think you now. Know. After Batman Returns, is Batman Forever? Yeah, and that that's was Val Kilmer. Was that the Riddler one? That was Riddler and Two-Face. Riddler. Yeah, Riddler and Two Face. Then. There was Batman and Robin, yep. and that was Mister Freeze, Poison Ivy, and Bane, and Bane, and Mister Freeze. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Bane was such an afterthought in that movie. Well, but then um, Batman Begins. It was Ra's al Ghul. That that was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, even I I guess Dark Knight is the only one that really sort of pulled it off, even though. You know, Joker's the the main villain. Two-Face was kind of an afterthought, but I thought they integrated it well enough for it to work. They did it, and plus, it really wasn't the Two-Face movie anyway. Yeah. The fact that they just kind of got it in there, and the way they did it, you know, he was... Yeah, you know, it wasn't... I I think that's kind of... I'm guessing that's kind of a yes and no. Yeah. Because yes, they did it, but they did it in such a way that, you know, I mean, it was a Joker movie. I mean, he didn't need to be there and it didn't hurt either. You know, it didn't hurt that he was there. Right. So maybe the Dark Knight is the one that successfully sort of did it. Now... Well, you know, I was going to ask this question, but I mean, I guess 
<laughs> I guess the the, the answer is going to be the same, though. I was going to say... Well, no, let's not say that. Let's not say who is Catwoman. Let's say, what is your favorite portrayal of Catwoman? <laughs> Animated series. Yeah. I mean, that's really what it is. I mean, nothing wrong with Michelle Pfeiffer here, but like we said, the character just wasn't fleshed out enough. Mm-mm. Good here. And the origin was all fucked up, so that kind of messed things up there, too. Yeah. Um, and I've I've never seen the Halle Berry movie, but I've I'm heard not gonna podcast talk about the Halle Berry movie, and they I've convolute her origin even more. Yeah, and I've seen reviews, and I've seen. Yeah, I don't I don't want anything to do with that. I'm not gonna watch that. Um, and Dark Knight Rises, it's it's done well, but she's not. She's never referred to as Catwoman in there. No. I mean, we know we know it's Catwoman because of you know, but she's not Catwoman, and I think it's cool that she's got like the little tactical suit and she has the visor, and when she folds the visor up like onto her head, it looks like ears. Yeah. So it's more like a nod to Catwoman without actually saying she's Catwoman. Yeah, though I will say that's Which is cool. probably the best movie. Excuse me, the best movie portrayal of Catwoman because there she yeah, does well, play, play an antihero. She. She's a criminal, because that is what Catwoman is. She's a criminal, but she she's looking out for herself. She just wants wealth. She doesn't really want to kill people. She right. doesn't want to rule the world. And if you mess with... Like, she, she will step in and save people if she needs to, or, or fe- feels that, you know, a wrong is being done you know so yeah that right that portrayal of Catwoman works but I think the best one is uh, the animated series the animated series yeah and back to what you were saying too also uh, so the portrayal is good and I don't have any problem with Anne Hathaway as an actor but I don't think she's very good I don't, I don't think she was the best casting for that no so there's that issue going on so yeah I mean uh, but Batman Returns, yeah, I remember liking this when I was a kid. But I also liked Batman Forever when I was a kid. I think I was like thirteen. No, I when I was out, and I, but I, but it was a, it dawned on me a lot quicker that it was bad. Like when I watched it the second time, I'm like, yeah, why did I like this again? <laughs> we read it on, we saw it in the theater, and then we read it on video when it came out. <laughs> like, wow, how do we sit here in the theater and watch this? Yeah, no, I never liked any of the Schumacher ones. Mm-mm. They were bad, but this one is yeah. terrible, and I am sorry that I said I liked it better than any. Yeah, you. Woo. No, definitely in Batman '89. You know, it. The only reason it doesn't hold up, quote unquote, is because we don't make comic book movies like that anymore. Just like with like the first two Superman movies. Yeah. But it holds up. Like you know, if you look at when it came out, it's still great. Oh yeah. You know, even when we tore the shit out of it, but it's, it's still good. This is nowhere near. This is horrible, and uh, I'm glad I never have to watch this movie ever again. Yep, I will never watch this movie again. Yeah, but, uh, that's it, folks, for uh, shitty sequels. Yes, yes. So come back next time. We'll be talking about yeah, something else. We've got a couple other things lined up. Plus, we're probably gonna have another mini fool coming here soon we'll discuss some stuff Um, keep 
Keepers of the Funk, I assume, will be back at some point as well. Yes, Ghost is actually on, uh, he's got another side project going on right now, so that's why he hasn't been around. So, um, you know, KOTF comes back, it's probably just going to be me fucking around turntables for a while. But, uh, yeah, he'll be back, cool. you know, soon. All right. Well, uh, you yeah. can always find us at www.nojibajabafm.com mm-hmm. on uh, Instagram at nojibajabafm on Twitter at deathcakespod we're on Facebook even though we don't use it <laughs> at cause uh, Facebook is toxic uh, at facebook.com backslash nojibajabafm it's getting bad but we know we have to maintain a presence there just because of what we do yeah, just because of branding and all that stuff. Um, yeah, so I guess that's it. Till next time, folks. See ya. See ya. A little something for you to comprehend and separate the mice from the men. Cause who has the look, the hook, and it crooked in the man that we took straight out the comic book? A superhero busting in his hero with the long bat arm of the Lord, so he don't fear no mission, quest, journey, job, run, or task. But who's the man behind the mask? Ready and willing to attack on any villain. The mask crusader, exterminator of any criminal, and any subliminal. Oh, God, man. Oh, God, man. Get them all. Showing proof that the Joker ain't nothing but a game. You may think that a hero is just a sandwich, but Batman be doing damage. Crushing the enemy, causing the end to be fatal for criminals, cause only real men will be able to stay alive. Survival's what's happening, because in 89, Batman is strapping. So it is time to put the criminals away, but hey, even superheroes got my place. So pass the Vicky Bell, a female, so I can party. I wanna bust that body. Oh, okay.
T1B0.